listening to CAC Radio, Eastern Kentucky's best internet radio station. Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family, a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. Welcome to A Little Bit of Church Every Day, Home Bible Study 21st Century Style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to a Monday. Yeah, it's going to be a Monday all day long. We appreciate you joining us today on this fifth day of February. That's right. And we're going to jump right into the broadcast today, getting our announcements in, getting our uh, prayer requests in. Well, we do have coming up tonight, February the 5th, 6 p.m., our men's meeting, it's always the first meeting of the, of the first Monday of the month. So if you would like to come out and be with us tonight, come on out and be with us. And we're planning and plotting and just uh, getting ready to do some big things as the men of CAC. Also, this Sunday is going to be Red Sunday. Everyone that wears red gets their name in a drawing for a gift basket and enjoy refreshments after the service. Also, KYC 2024, Friday through Saturday, February the 16th and 17th, Northeast Christian Church in Lexington, Kentucky. Speaker will be Brother Josh Carson. And then we have our Section 3 conference coming up, February the 22nd and 23rd. And that rounds up all of the announcements. And, of course, uh as you see them scroll across your screen there, 
Uh, we want to write those down so you can be a part of any and all of the things going on at CAC. Also, we would like to uh, give our prayer requests in. And, of course, we start a new uh, list each month. So uh, we email the uh, complete list of the month out to everyone, and then we start in the new month with a new list. Let's remember my oldest brother, James W. McKinney, Jr. Let's remember Shannon Pruitt, Jesse Quillen, Angie Crock, Jamie, Irvin Justice, and Irvin got uh, released yesterday. I just showed up about the time that he was getting uh, ready to uh, be dismissed. So uh, glad to hear that Irvin is doing better. Let's remember Marvin Bentley, Wendell Swartz, Pam Bartley, and Kaisley and Carson. Let's remember all of these because we know that uh, there's a lot of people that just need a touch spiritually, physically, or mentally. And if you have a need and you'd like to put that in the chat room or comment section, or you can actually call in at 606-282-4108 and leave your prayer request. And you can also email it to prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we pray for each of these and ask the Lord to bless the broadcast. Lord, we come before your presence and thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty miraculous way for each and every one that has a need, whether it's a spiritual, physical, or mental uplifting that they need. I pray, Lord, that you would bring provision to them and healing to them. I pray that you would bless the broadcast today, Lord, that it will just minister to each and every one. And as we fellowship with your people from all across the U.S. and around the world, Bless us, Lord, that we will be able to um, just have a great time in your presence today. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen, amen. Well, how did your weekend go? Our weekend went real well. We uh, had two good services at CAC, and uh, sometimes you just got to tell the devil to sit back down. And... Uh, so uh, that was the message for uh, Sunday at CAC. And then we went to PAC and we preached being a doorkeeper, keeper of the name, keeper of the standards, keeper of the things that God wants us to make sure biblically uh, stand in our days. So we got to be doorkeepers. And let's see, uh, what else did we do yesterday? Well, they had a hot chocolate uh, social after uh, the service. And coming up this Sunday, they're going to just do something a little different. They're going to have refreshments. But everyone that wears red gets their name in a drawing for a gift basket. So come on out, wear red, and see if you can't uh, win a basket. Um, we appreciate all of those that's taken care of that, Sister Pam and uh, all of those that help her and making all of the events after service possible. Well, let's see what else we got uh, coming up. Uh, we do have uh, uh, this tonight, I should say, uh, the men's meeting. So uh, we're looking forward to that. And Eli is bringing the food. We, we let each man bring something each time uh, if they want to. So... Uh, Tonight is Eli's night, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what we get to eat. But uh, when they ask me to cook, well, I'm going to, you know, just bring pizzas. <laughs> That's right. I'm just going to bring them uh, maybe about three or four large pizzas. Well, let's see what else we got uh, going on. As we said, we had a great uh, set of services this weekend. And uh, if you live in the uh, Pikeville, Kentucky area, or Prestonsburg, Pantsville, uh, any of the other areas that surround Pikeville, Elkhorn City, uh, Jenkins, come on out and be with us at Pikeville Apostolic Church. We're located at 4754 Raccoon Road, Raccoon, Kentucky, and we would love to have you on Sunday. Sunday starts at 
2 p.m. So keep that in mind. We don't have any Sunday school yet because we don't have anywhere to put the kids. Uh, But just as soon as we do, we're going to start having Sunday school. So we want you to be a part of that, and we hope you will. So come on out and be with us at PAC. And also, if you live around Phelps and uh, surrounding area, come on out to CAC. We'd love to have you. And uh, we just enjoy uh, when new faces show up and people we don't know and faces we've never seen. And we know that the Lord is doing something great. Well, we're going to uh, jump right into our Bible reading. We're reading through the Old Testament. And once we get through the Old Testament, we're going to jump back through the New Testament. But before we do that, while you say, let's just take a look at the weather. That's right. Weather changes about like people's minds. And uh, today's going to be a high of 57 degrees. Yeah, so it's going to be a great uh, sunshiny day. Sunny to partly cloudy and mild. And also tomorrow's going to be a high of 49. And then on Wednesday, back up to 57. And uh, so they was talking about maybe a little bit of cold weather and change in weather coming up at the end of next week. And uh, we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, my AccuWeather, and that's where we get all of our uh, weather information from, says for the next 45 days, really there's nothing that is going to be, uh, you know, accumulating snow or anything like that. Just a little bit of cold weather uh, of the mornings and then warm up during the day. So in the 40s and 50s, looks like. But uh, we'll just have to wait and see because that can change tomorrow. Also, uh, we do have our radar. That's right, our radar map. As we look at it, we see that right here in East Kentucky, there's nothing going on. It is all to our south. And... uh, Of course, uh, as long as it stays south, we're good. But uh, we do have some uh, a system that's going to be rolling in, I think, at the last of the week. And uh, it may bring some rain and things like that. But no snow. So that's a good thing. And, uh, you know, the groundhog did see its shadow uh, or didn't see its shadow. So that means early spring. So... uh, I think that's the way it is, but anyway, uh, it, it, uh, it, uh, the little ceremony they had said, we're going to have early spring. Well, I believe it because today is going to be a nice day to get out. 31 degrees currently here at CAC daily ICAST. And let's just jump right into our reading of the first Chronicles chapter 22. Then David said, This is the house of the Lord God, and this is the altar of the burnt offering for Israel. And David commanded to gather together the strangers that were in the land of Israel, and he set masons to hew wrought stones to build the house of God. And David prepared iron in abundance for the nails for the doors of the gates and for the joinings, and brass in abundance without weight. Also cedar trees in abundance, for the Zidonians and they of Tyre brought much cedar wood to David. And David said, Solomon, my son, is young and tender, and the house that is to be built for the Lord must be exceeding magnificent, of fame and of glory throughout all countries. I will therefore now make preparation for it. So David prepared abundantly before his death. Then he called for Solomon his son, and charged him to build an house for the Lord God of Israel. And David said to Solomon, My son, as for me, it was in my mind to build an house unto the name of the Lord my God. But the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Thou hast shed blood abundantly, and hast made great wars. Thou shalt not build an house unto my name, because thou hast shed much blood upon the earth in my sight. Behold, a son shall be born to thee, who shall be a man of rest. And I will give him rest from all his enemies round about. For his name shall be Solomon, and I will give peace and quietness unto Israel in his days. 
He shall build an house for my name, and he shall be my son, and I will be his father, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom over Israel forever. Now, my son, the Lord be with thee, and prosper thou, and build the house of the Lord thy God, as he hath said of thee. Only the Lord give thee wisdom and understanding, and give thee charge concerning Israel, that thou mayest keep the law of the Lord thy God. Then shalt thou prosper, if thou takest heed to fulfill the statutes and judgments, which the Lord charged Moses with concerning Israel. Be strong and of good courage, dread not, nor be dismayed. Now behold, in my trouble I have prepared for the house of the Lord an hundred thousand talents of gold, and a thousand thousand talents of silver, and of brass and iron without weight. For it is in abundance. Timber also and stone have I prepared, and thou mayest add thereto. Moreover, there are workmen with thee in abundance, hewers and workers of stone and timber, and all manner of cunning men for every manner of work. Of the gold, the silver, and the brass and the iron, there is no number. Arise, therefore, and be doing, and the Lord be with thee. David also commanded all the princes of Israel to help Solomon his son, saying, Is not the Lord your God with you? And hath he not given you rest on every side? For he hath given the inhabitants of the land into mine hand, and the land is subdued before the Lord and before his people. Now set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. Arise, therefore, and build ye the sanctuary of the Lord God, to bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord and the holy vessels of God into the house that is to be built to the name of the Lord. First Chronicles chapter 23 So when David was old and full of days, he made Solomon his son king over Israel. And he gathered together all the princes of Israel with the priests and the Levites. Now the Levites were numbered from the age of thirty years and upward, and their number by their poles, man by man, was thirty and eight thousand of which twenty and four thousand were to set forward the work of the house of the Lord, and six thousand were officers and judges. Moreover, four thousand were porters, and four thousand praised the Lord with the instruments which I made, said David, to praise therewith. And David divided them into courses among the sons of Levi, namely Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. Of the Gershonites were Laodin and Shimei. The sons of Laodin, the chief was Jehiel, and Jetham, and Joel. 3. The sons of Shimei, Shelomith, and Haziel, and Haran. 3. These were the chief of the fathers of Laodin. And the sons of Shimei were Jahath, Zina, and Jeish, and Bariah. These four were the sons of Shimei. And Jahath was the chief, and Ziza the second. But Jeish and Bariah had not many sons. Therefore they were in one reckoning, according to their father's house. The sons of Kohath, Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uzziel, four. The sons of Amram, Aaron and Moses. And Aaron was separated, that he should sanctify the most holy things. He and his sons forever to burn incense before the Lord, to minister unto him, and to bless in his name forever. Now, concerning Moses the man of God, his sons were named of the tribe of Levi. The sons of Moses were Gershom and Eliezer. Of the sons of Gershom, Shebuel was the chief. And the sons of Eliezer were Rehabiah the chief. And Eliezer had none other sons, but the sons of Rehabiah were very many. Of the sons of Izhar, Shelomith the chief. Of the sons of Hebron, Jeriah the first, Amariah the second, Jehaziel the third, and Jechameam the fourth. Of the sons of Uzziel, Micah the first, Josiah the second. The sons of Merari, Malai and Mushai, the sons of Malai, Eliezer and Kish. And Eliezer died and had no sons but daughters, and their brethren the sons of Kish took them. The sons of Mushai, Malai and Eder and Jeremoth, three. 
These were the sons of Levi after the house of their fathers, even the chief of the fathers, as they were counted by number of names by their poles, that did the work for the service of the house of the Lord from the age of twenty years and upward. For David said, The Lord God of Israel hath given rest unto his people, that they may dwell in Jerusalem forever, and also unto the Levites. They shall no more carry the tabernacle, nor any vessels of it for the service thereof. For by the last words of David the Levites were numbered from twenty years old and above, because their office was to wait on the sons of Aaron for the service of the house of the Lord in the courts and in the chambers and in the purifying of all holy things and the work of the service of the house of God, both for the showbread and for the fine flour for meat offering and for the unleavened cakes and for that which is baked in the pan and for that which is fried and for all manner of measure and size and to stand every morning to thank and praise the Lord, and likewise at even, and to offer all burnt sacrifices unto the Lord in the Sabbaths, in the new moons, and on the set feasts by number according to the order commanded unto them, continually before the Lord. And that they should keep the charge of the tabernacle of the congregation, and the charge of the holy place, and the charge of the sons of Aaron their brethren, in the service of the house of the Lord. read a couple of chapters there because we wanted to try to get caught up a little bit and we also have some birthdays today looking at our birthday list of course we'd like to wish all of these a happy birthday from CAC Daily iCast so here we go with our birthday list for February the 5th Happy birthday to Jack Bishop, 78 years old. Edwina Kunzman, 66 years old. Janine Smith, 54 years old. Lakin Dotson, 25 years old. Jonathan Gilbert, 40 years old. Chad McClanahan, 46 years old. Happy birthday to all of us from CAC Daily iCast. Well, this is episode number 21 of this year for us at CAC Daily iCast. We try to get about 200 episodes in if we can per year. And if we do that at the end of this year, we're going to have about 2,300 episodes that we have had since the beginning, the inception of CAC Daily iCast. And this is day number 36 of the year, 365 days, day 36. Also, uh, we got something we're going to try to do. Uh, I don't know if we'll get to do it tomorrow, but we're going to try to get it set up to bring in uh, a few guests on the uh, broadcast and uh, be able to talk with them about uh, ministry, world events, um, what's going on in Israel and different things. So I think it'd be a good thing and, uh, we're going to try our best to bring them in live and we will start that right after we have our, uh, our first, you know, little introduction, uh, and announcements, and then we'll bring them in and then we'll still try to have our teaching session that we always have. So, uh, we want to, uh, Try to do something a little different this year, and we'll see if it works uh, because uh, we haven't brought anyone in live in a long time. So uh, we're going to have to see if all the technology is going to work and allow uh, us to do that. So hopefully it will, and we will be able to uh, bring in these uh, these guests. So uh, hopefully we can start tomorrow. So be sure you check in on the broadcast from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. tomorrow as we attempt something new. And, you know, sometimes when you attempt something new, uh, you have a few little hiccups and things, but we'll still try to get it done. Well, let's see what else we got. It's about time for us to do what we like to do 
every day somewhere in this time frame. And that's our trivia question of the day. monitors there for a second. What time is it? I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC Trivia Question of the Day. CAC Trivia Question of the Day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps Radio and Television Broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHYFM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the list and live links Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, today's trivia question which book states that God is love? Which book states that God is love? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. And speaking of results, we do have the results of yesterday's or Friday's trivia question, I should say. And Friday's trivia question was this. Well, Friday's trivia question was, who said Jesus should have the right to a hearing before he was judged guilty of blasphemy? And out of those that participated, it looks like 33% of you got it correct. And we give you a hand clap. Thank you for participating in the trivia question on Friday. And today's trivia question, which book states that God is love. All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. Well, while you say let's squeeze this in, if you got a minute, then you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Pastor Richard D. McKinney, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. Psalms 150 and verse 6 says, Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Notice it says everything, not just every person. That's everything that breathes, not just every person that breathes. All creation was made to praise him, not just man. And then the last four words of verse 6 gives each person a directive. Praise ye the Lord. While everything that has breath should praise the Lord, are you praising the Lord? You do have breath, right? And that is 60 seconds with the pastor. If you got a minute, then you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. And we want to squeeze in before we take our little break. The Commonwealth Minute. Here it is with Richard Nelson. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. There's little question as to the moral decay in certain parts of our society. Music that celebrates immorality, award-winning TV programs that celebrate drag queens, and normalization of perverse sexual identities to young children in our public schools. All are realities and all are troubling. So how does a Christian respond to a culture that seemingly celebrates sin? And how do we keep from getting depressed? 
Dr. Al Moeller of Southern Seminary is coming to Bowling Green this Thursday to headline a talk called Honoring God in a Culture that Celebrates Sin. Now, it's clear that we live in a sinful, broken world, but we don't have to be stuck in it. The hope for everyone is that Christ has overcome sin and the foolishness in the world by bearing the weight of our sin on the cross. And this is the reminder that we need and the hope that we can all have. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC for Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And that was the Commonwealth Policy Center. And um, we like to air those little minute segments uh, for Richard Nelson. He contacted us and asked if we would do that on our program. Once again, we would like to remind everyone we're going to try something new tomorrow. I'm going to try to get up with uh, someone today. And if their schedule permits, I'm going to have them on in the morning on the broadcast and we will be able to do a dual screen so that you can see them and see me and we can talk back and forth and do a little interview and kind of just talk to some ministers and, and different people, maybe uh, somebody that got a healing and uh, let them just talk about that healing and uh, maybe talk to some ministers about how they uh, felt the call of God on their life and all of that. So we're hoping to do that starting tomorrow. So make sure you tune in at the beginning of the broadcast, and that's from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well, it is time for us to take our little break, and we got to take the break so we can clear up the lag and record these teaching sessions. Put them on the archives so people can watch them on their own time frame. Don't go anywhere. Don't touch that any key. We'll be right back. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net, whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I. Our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style. And uh, we just noticed something that I did not change the uh, lesson date uh, or number. So that would be lesson number 1,153. So I just changed that. But uh, so glad you could join us today on this Monday. Yeah, it is February the 5th, and a beautiful day here in East Kentucky, uh, going to be around 57 degrees. So we hope you're having a great day wherever you are. Thank you for joining us again. We want to jump right in. We're studying in the book of Revelation, and we're going to begin in the book of Revelation at um, at uh, chapter 
number 19 and verse number 17. We should be able to uh, finish up chapter 19 today. But we want to start with verse number 17. And it says, I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God, that ye may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of mighty men and the flesh of horses and of them that sit on them and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that was that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone. And the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh. And that rounds out the end of the chapter. But uh, we want to uh, back up to verse number 17, and uh, we want to just uh, start studying verse by verse through the rest of this chapter. And we hope that we can all see uh, this great judgment that the Lord is bringing upon this earth. And not only that, but the Lord is victorious. Doesn't matter. This last battle is the last uh, attempt of Satan and the influence of Satan to overthrow uh, the Lord and his army. And it's just simply not going to happen. I'm glad that we get to read the book and know what's coming. Victory is yours if you will follow Jesus. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we study today. This is going to be lesson number 1,153 of our study through the word. Lord, we come before your presence and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to study your word. I pray, Lord, that we will rightly divide the word of truth, expound it fully, and that we will all leave here with more knowledge than we came. If we misquote, misrepresent in any way, help us to correct it immediately because we want to speak your word in truth. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen, amen. Well, looking at verse number 17, it says, I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the air uh, in the midst of heaven, come and gather yourselves together unto the great supper of the great God. That's important. Not a great God, but the great God. We find something interesting here. There's actually two suppers that are taking place uh, within uh, this, uh, this chapter. Supper number one that we looked at was the marriage supper of the Lamb. That's where the church and the Lord are, are finally uh, you know, together. And, uh, and the marriage takes place. Um, then we see this other supper, but it's not a supper of, of good things. This is a supper for the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven to come and eat the carcasses and all of those that have been slain. And uh, so when we see this, we see that it says, gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God. And I think it's important to look at when we uh, kind of look at this, two suppers, uh, one is for the marriage supper of the land. This, this supper is for the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven. Um, the beast and false prophet are the first to be cast into the lake of fire. And that's an important note to take note of uh, because we see that as we see uh, this uh, situation where uh, the call is come and gather yourselves together into the supper of the great God, and then we see that it's all about the flesh of kings 
uh, flesh of captains, flesh of mighty men, and flesh of horses, and of them that sit on them, and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. In other words, there was nobody left standing when the Lord won the battle. When the Lord fought this uh, this uprising, this last hurrah, if you will, of Satan, the Lord crushed it immediately. And now here lays all the slain of all these who was deceived, all of these who followed the wrong leader, all of these who followed the wrong religion, all of these that followed the wrong political persuasion. Now they're all laid out. Notice it says that uh, it's not only, um, you know, the flesh of uh, captains and army, it's the flesh of kings. Now we know that uh, a lot of our terminology today is not necessarily calling someone a king. We have a few kings uh, in the world, but most people are called either uh, presidents or uh, you know, the, the head of the country or however, how you want to describe it. But here we see that John is seeing, uh, Kings cause he's remember he's, he's, uh, relating what he sees in his understanding of his day. And, uh, it's just like the way that we describe ourselves in East Kentucky. We have a different way of uh, explaining things or, or talking about things or describing something that happened maybe than somebody in California. And, uh, so you can see how that John is, is describing things in, uh, in a way that he understands. And we have to learn how to, uh, connect with that in our day to day. So looking at that, not only is it the captains and all of that, but it's the flesh of kings, people that were set up to be rulers, and they followed the wrong leader. They followed the beast and the false prophet. They had the false religion. They had the false uh, government, and they followed the wrong one. That's why we got to learn to follow Jesus. And Jesus gave us warning. That if, if someone says, oh, Christ is over here, let's go over here, don't go to it. Because we will know when Jesus comes back for his church. And so don't believe that somebody says, oh, Christ is over here in this country, or Christ is over here, we need to run to that. But I look at it in this manner also. Yes, there's people that claim to be Christ and all of this, uh, even, even in the end time. The, the false prophet is going to uh, present himself in a way that uh, he's going to deceive people, thinking that, uh, you know, uh, uh, when the beast is set up and, and the false prophet is set up, that, that uh, it's the right religion, but it's a religion of deception and a religion of falsehood. And all those that follow that will be among this, uh, this number that uh, the fowls of the air are eating the flesh of all them that have been slain. But I look at, at uh, you know, when, when the scripture says, if someone says Christ is over here, don't go uh, see. Uh, I look at it this way. A lot of times people are drawn in by movements, um, uh, gatherings, uh, they say, oh, this is such an anointed place over here. Let's go over here to this church. Oh, this church is, is growing, uh, you know, in great numbers and leaps and bounds. And, and, and let's go over here to this church. Be careful what you follow, because if you're not careful, you will follow a crowd. I mean, after all, don't we see a crowd following the beast and the false prophet? Kings captains, flesh of mighty men, flesh of horses, flesh of them that sit on them, flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. That's Jesus and those that followed him. 
And uh, so uh, the beast was taken, and with him, the false prophet that wrought miracles before him. Now, uh, why were they taken, and what's going to happen to them? Remember, the beast is like the the ruler and and the ruler of all these uh, armies and all of these people. The false prophet is the one that brings in the deception, religious deception. So we see together again the leadership of false um, of the false prophet being coupled up, if you will, with the beast, which is a political uh, figure, if you will. So politics and religion is once again intertwined. But we see something happen, that the beast was taken and with him the false prophet. Now let's look and see what happens. And uh, when he when he began to... Uh, take these. Of course, he's the one that deceived them that had received the mark of the beast and them that worshiped his image. These both, the beast and the false prophet, the first ones cast into the lake of fire. The first ones cast into the lake of fire. Some people says, oh, well, now, wait a minute. Uh, I was always taught that when you die, you either go to heaven or you go to hell immediately. No. No, people's teaching the wrong thing. They're misunderstanding. Why would we go to heaven or hell and then have to come back out of heaven or hell to be resurrected out of the grave? Some people just sometimes get wrapped up in in a lot of tradition. I mean, I, I sit and, and, you know, we have funerals that I'm not, preaching, but I have to attend because it's either family or friends or uh, someone that we know. And uh, so I go to these uh, services and I'm sitting there and you'll hear preachers say, oh, grandma's in heaven now looking down on you, cheering you on. Come on, child, you can make it. That's, That's not a reality. That's not a reality. And a lot of preachers are preaching uh, misinformation. You know, you hear a lot about misinformation in our world today. Yeah, you hear a lot about misinformation. And, uh, well, a lot of preachers are giving out misinformation. And uh, this is one of them. And then some people say, well, you know, the Bible says that, uh, you know, when the rich man lifted up his eyes uh, in hell, you know, so we, you either go to heaven or hell immediately. No. I just like to say, no, it's a simple no. It's a pleading no, because the beast and the false prophet were the first people cast into the lake of fire. That's that's uh, just uh, known biblically and understood scripturally. And we find it because it says they were cast alive into the lake of fire burning with brimstone. So the beast and the false prophet, the political system of the day, the one world leader, the one world government, the person that told everybody, I've got you. We're going to, uh, if you'll follow me, I'll, I'll take you through to victory. And we're going to, we're going to do some great things. Hang on to what you know about Jesus. There's many times that we read things like, don't let them slip. Paul many times tried to teach people what you've learned. Don't let it, don't let it just, you know, go away or slip out of your mind or your heart. Uh, Hold on to things uh, that you learned and of whom you've learned them from. And that's why when somebody comes on the scene and they're a new person and they're all charismatic and they're saying you don't have to live by the word anymore, you don't have to live by, uh, you know, rules and regulations and standards and uh, all of this, that you can just do anything now, just come on and follow me and I'll, I'll take you on to victory. Well, let me tell you something. When you get in that frame of mind and people will flock to that, I've seen people that uh, they they come into a community 
and people start leaving churches they've been attending for years, and they follow that person. And then that person all of a sudden ends up sinning, ends up just quitting uh, preaching. Um, you know, I know I can uh, name you off some people, uh, but I won't. But I can name you off some people that people just flocked in and followed. I mean, they was talking, oh, they went from a church of about 25 to uh, like 100, 150 almost in just a few months. And it was like, oh, oh, this guy's got it going. This guy is is really going to do something big. And then they find that this guy was arrested, had some sin going on, immorality, abominations. I mean, all sorts of things that you wouldn't even think of. And then he was taken. He's still out there. But you know what? People followed that. Be careful. Know them that labor among you. This is how the false prophet is going to get people to follow the beast and follow uh, this, this false religion and this one world government is because it's, it's charismatic. It seems to be the big thing. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's going there. Everybody's a part of that church. And here we are, little old churches running, you know, anywhere from 10 to, to 150 and, and all of this. We're just sitting here and we're watching people just flock away to all these charismatic cowboys and all these uh, churches that's trying to put on uh, this uh, uh, facade, if you will, that they're doing something good when they're really deceiving people. Stay with the church you know is following the Lord. Stay with the church you know is following the Lord. Don't get wrapped up in all this hype. Don't get wrapped up in all this. I know uh, just like the uh, there's a church organization that a lot of Hollywood actors are members of, and they want to uh, try to get everybody to go there. Well, some of the Hollywood actors who decided they no longer wanted to be a part of that talked about how they were stalked and how they were uh, persecuted and threatened and all these things. A church, supposedly church. If you're part of the true church, the true church don't threaten you. The true church don't try to, uh, you know, uh, uh, bind you. The true church just looks at you, and if you want to walk away, they'll tell you you're making a mistake, but they don't keep you from walking away, and they don't hassle you after you walk away. If you leave Jesus, that's between you and Jesus. But here the false prophet and the beast are the first ones cast into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone. And it says, And the remnant were slain, with the sword of him that sat upon the horse, that's talking about Jesus, which sword proceedeth out of his mouth. And we talked about this sword. I don't think it is a metal sword like back in, uh, you know, biblical times and early times, but I think it's the word of God, slaying them with the word of his mouth. You see, he can slay them with the brightness of his coming. That's what one one uh, verse refers to, slay them with the brightness of his coming, slay them with the sword that proceedeth out of his mouth, which is, uh, to me, representing the word, because the word is sharper than any two-edged sword. And uh, all the fowls were filled with their flesh. All the kings, all the mighty men, all the people that followed this, this one-world leadership thinking that they were doing the right thing, thinking that they were following something that was big and, and powerful, only to see it all destroyed right before their very eyes. That's the judgment of God. That's the power of God. That's why the book of Revelation is not necessarily looking at things to come. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ, how powerful he is, 
The armies cannot stand against him. The false prophet will not deceive him the, uh, the, and or his people. Uh, the, uh, the uh, uh, you know, uh, beast will not overpower him. All of these armies, all of these rulers, all of these captains, all of these people are going to be slain or killed. And the fowls of the air are going to be filled with their flesh. And the first two that are cast into the lake of fire, the beast and the false prophet. So there you go. Uh, This invitation... For the fowls to come and see the battle and share in the spoil is, uh, you know, looking at how that uh, the enemies of the church are just going to be a feast for the birds. Have you ever heard that saying, that's for the birds? That's right. Well, any false religion is for the birds. Any any deceptive uh, political figure for the birds. That's right. So the fowls of the air are going to come in and, you know, all the world, uh, we should rejoice right now because we know what's coming. All of the deception, people that are deceived today, people that's persecuting the church, people that's trying to put you down for the way you live biblically. Don't worry about them. Don't worry about them. The Lord done said it, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. Well, the enemy falls, they're completely destroyed. The beast and the kings of the earth and the powers of the earth and all that came together, but victory is in Jesus. Victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. That's right. The beast and the false prophet, The leaders of the army, they're all taken prisoners. And we find that both he who led them by power and he who led them by policy and falsehood and religious pull, these are taken and cast into the burning lake of fire that burns with what brimstone. Now, uh, a lot of people try to describe hell hell will be worse than what you could ever imagine. I don't think that uh, you can describe the torment, the sounds of weeping and wailing, and the the feeling of the gnashing of teeth, uh, wanting to die but can't. It's a terrible place. Hell is a terrible place. But we find that, um, you know, uh, this Divine vengeance will fall upon the beast and the false prophet. We we see that when the Lord stands against this final battle, the battle of Armageddon, if you will, the, the, the last battle, there is no threat to Jesus or those following him. And that, my friend, is something we all need to rejoice in. There is no threat to Jesus, and there is no threat to them that follow him. The threat is to the beast, the false prophet, all the kings of the earth, and all the men, captains, and all them that followed the beast and the false prophet. That's where the danger is. Don't let people deceive you. Read your Bible. Follow the Word of God. Get yourself established in a good, solid, biblical-based, biblically-based church. One that's not one thing this year and something next year. I know churches that change like the weather. They change like the weather. They're one thing today, and you go to it a month later, It's a whole different church, what they believe, what they stand for, what they're doing. It's almost as if you can't keep up with with the changes that are made. But, oh, how great it is to walk into a church today 
and see people praising the Lord, worshiping the Lord, lifting up the name of Jesus, go back a month later, still lifting up the name of Jesus, praising the Lord, go back a year later, still lifting up the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, I see our time is up, and we did finish out the chapter here, and we certainly uh, are looking forward to chapter 20 uh, starting tomorrow. Uh, but I do want to uh, close with this. Follow Jesus. Worship him. Praise him. Just like the Bible says, worship God. That's the simple way to do it because Jesus is God. It's very simple. Isaiah 9 and 6 says it, and I believe it. Amen. So as we close today, I just want to uh, go to the Lord in prayer, and let's just ask the Lord to help us to always follow the right thing, to believe his word, get established in a good biblical, uh, biblically-based church, so that we can make it to heaven. When eternity comes, I want to be on the right side of eternity. That's with Jesus. I want to be on the right side. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence, and we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you have blessed us to study your word. I pray, Lord, that we have rightly divided the word of truth, expounded it fully, and if we have misquoted or misrepresented your word in any way. Forgive us, Lord, and help us to make it right. I pray, Lord, that you would just bless us, Lord, that we would always follow your word and always follow you, not being misled, misguided, or uh, being deceived. With all the charis charismatic movements in the world and all the uh, excitement about going to a place that has more to do with letting down on your word than it does lifting up your word. Lord, I just pray that you would help us to stay focused. Help us to stay on the right path. And we give you the praise, we give you the honor. In your mighty name, the name of Jesus, amen. That concludes our teaching session. I hope you have enjoyed the teaching in uh, Revelation. We'll start in chapter 20 tomorrow. Uh, we do want to try to do something. I'm going to try to get up with one of my minister friends and see if he can uh, do this tomorrow. And um, I want to try to uh, bring them into the broadcast uh, so that uh, we can have like a little interview and, and just kind of help people uh, get a better uh, understanding of, of uh, where people come from and how they were influenced and where they're at now and, and the work they're doing. And uh, it's just so much um, information that I think we can uh, get uh, just by having other people come into the broadcast. So we're going to try to do that tomorrow So if we can. So uh, be sure to tune in, and that will be from 10 a.m., to 10.30, and then at 10.30, we'll start our teaching session in Revelation chapter 20. Well, uh, we do have our uh, trivia question up and running, and our trivia question for today is simply this. Which book states that God is love? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily, click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. Everybody have a great day because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the Spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.